This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Thomas Horton of The Football Law. You can find him over on Twitter at The Football Law. And he's a man with expertise about, as you may have guessed it, law in football. And we're going to be discussing the news that Newcastle might actually have instructed barristers down in London to act on their behalf in a dispute with the Premier League over the failed takeover bid. What it means, what it might mean for Newcastle United and potential new owners. All that to come on everything is Black and White Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Pleasure to say that we're joined by Thomas Horton, who runs the football law on Twitter. He's here to share his uh, opinion, his expertise on the latest, how shall we say, the latest takeover turn, the saga continues from Newcastle United fans regarding the Saudi-led bid to take over the club. And it came with the news this morning that Mike Ashley and Newcastle United have launched a legal bid to tackle the Premier League based around the owners and directors test. Um, Blackstone Chambers are the barristers who are leading the campaign. Two very well-known barristers. Uh, Nick DeMarco is especially well-known for his uh, actions within the sport industry. Thomas, when you first saw that statement drop, what was your initial reaction? Um, so, insofar as I saw that statement from um, Blackstone Chambers and uh, this morning, I understood it to be in respect of a, a dispute. I don't, I don't think there's been any formal um, proceedings or appeal launched as of yet. So, I think it's important to, to, to make that clarification uh, and, and that no one really knows what Newcastle are exactly doing at the moment. I think it's more just a case of them looking at the possible um, avenues open to them, whether it be an appeal or, or, or looking at something different. Um, but I, I think you know, looking at the involvement of council um, certainly would lean towards the suggestion that there is contentious um, started and, and perhaps, as I referred to earlier today, uh, an appeal being made in respect of um, what Newcastle have said is a, a decision now being made in respect of the Premier League's owners and directors. Um, I mean, first of all, we'll start with the, the, the two QCs. I mean, Nick DeMarco has got a, a fantastic reputation. He's, he's well known um, within the industry. Like you say, at the moment, it is a dispute. We don't know how far down the road it's gone. But to, to pick the two QCs that they have done, um, it, it's starting with quite a punch. Yeah, so in, in terms of the sports law circles, I think Nick DeMarco QC's reputation speaks for itself. And, and likewise, with Shahid Fatima QC as well, um, you know, you, you don't have the status of QC for nothing. And, you know, the Blackstone Chambers and nothing as well. They're very well respected chambers. Um, so, yeah, they're certainly going to the chambers that are known for sports law. Um, and they've been involved members either Nick DeMarco or Nick DeMarco and, and, and others from, from that from that set uh, have been involved in some of the most recent uh, newsworthy um, football disputes um, that have been reported on you know whether it be um, 
for example, uh, Derby County, uh, the decision that was most recent released from the EFL. Uh, and yeah, there's a whole um, plethora of, of, of decisions that they've been involved with. Looking at this case then, in general, I mean, you took the social media day, you had a lot of questions and you'd, you'd enjoyed a, a nice break, which you're very welcome to, and you must have opened your phone to quite a few questions. Um, you've, you've made 11 points. Can you just kind of maybe summarize to our listeners for you what stands out about this, this process and what it potentially means for a takeover? Sure. So, so one of the things that really um, struck out for me initially was that um, the, the statement indicates that, as I mentioned, a decision has now been made in respect of the Premier League's owners and directors tests. And in comparison to last month, where the announcements were firstly that the consortium had withdrawn from the, the process, uh, and, and secondly, that the Premier League had invited the consortium to arbitration before making a decision under the ODT, there's, there's a bit of a gap there because no one really knows what's caused that development, i.e. the decision being made to occur. Um, I think as, as, as far as everyone was aware, um, I, I don't think there's been anything too clear on this point. No one was particularly aware of anything continuing in respect of the takeover, um, You know whether Staveley or the Reuben Brothers or Piff were still looking to keep the rules going. Um, so I think it'd be very interesting to know what's been going on sort of in, in the background there and, and whether the takeover has been picked up again by those concerns um, and, and what caused the Premier League to, to then make a final decision rather than just doing this wavering in respect of not making a decision and offering arbitration before making a decision. Um, so that, that, that was the initial sort of standout point for me and it'd be interesting to get, get that uh, point filled in. Um, and then also as well, I, I was um, very glad and I suppose in some respects relieved to see as well that Newcastle themselves have received legal opinion and other documents to support the, uh, the point that PIF is autonomous from the Saudi government, uh, which, Andy, you'll be aware, it's a point I've been making since I think about June this year when I first wrote about um, the takeover. So I was very yeah, glad to see that that's been sort of broadcasted um, and, and there is support for that because I think most commentary has been um, somewhat negative about the takeover. And it's something that I haven't shied away from when I've written about this from the beginning. I, I understand the criticisms against Saudi completely. I'm not looking to undermine them. and I'm sure no one else is either. But focusing on the takeover and, and whether it can pass the relevant tests um, for me, that was a, a significant point to note that Newcastle are really pushing this, you know, that they are autonomous and, and separate from the Saudi government. Um, and then the third and perhaps final sort of standout points from those 11 ones as well is, is, is considering what Newcastle want to do from this dispute with the Premier League. And, and this goes back to what I said at the beginning, Andy, in, in the sense that we don't know exactly what they're doing yet. So we don't know if they're looking to make an appeal or, or just enter some sort of discourse with the Premier League. It's not really known yet. For me, if, and, and just because they've got involvement now of QCs, it hints towards it being contentious and there being some need for um, advocacy, i.e. written uh, statements of cases and, and oral advocacy, i.e. arguments being made. Um, I. I was of the opinion that it would be an appeal being made under the ODT 
um, against the decision um, that the consortium uh, don't pass the ODT. Um, so th that, that's my opinion as what could happen next. And if there is going to be any appeal against that decision of the Premier League, and I'm conscious that there is also rumblings that the Premier League say that they haven't made a decision, but putting that conveniently to one side, if they have made a decision in and around the time that Newcastle released that statement last week, Newcastle have 21 days from the date of the decision to, to make any appeal under the ODT. And I suppose this is one of the key things, isn't it? Determining whether the bid has actually been rejected. Newcastle say it has, the Premier League say it hasn't, and we seem to be going back and forth without anyone really determining what's going on. We need a bit of clarity there. Um, one theory is, is that Mike Ashley is maybe looking to clear the obstacles for the consortium to return, potentially looking for evidence from the Premier League, written evidence to say, well, this is why the bid would be rejected. This is why they wouldn't pass the energy actors test. And then Mike Ashley can potentially go back and say, well, that isn't the case. That isn't fair. You know, the legal firm can go back and say that is not fair on the potential owners. And that clears the path for the consortium to come back. I don't know what you think about that. The, the, the alternative, and I, I noted this, in, I think, in my final points that I found Twitter earlier, was that as a, aside from that appeal process under the ODT, the Premier League rules in Section X also provide for arbitration proceedings between a league and a club <clears throat> if there is a dispute between them. And if, if it is the position that um, the Premier League haven't made a decision, um, but Newcastle are still looking for some sort of remedy, or I, I, I don't think there's going to be any remedy. As I said in my in my tweets for damages, I, I just, I'm not really sure what um, what claim could be put together in, in in that respect. Newcastle could be looking to seek a declaration being made um, in respect of um, the relationship between PIF and uh, the government of uh, Saudi Arabia i.e. there's no relationship, <laughs> I would say. Um, or alternatively, that the, the Premier League hasn't applied the ODT correctly. Um, but, but I think in, in, in terms of what Newcastle wants and what I gather from what Mike Ashley wants, it'd be more so that declaration side of things that they are that the PIF is autonomous from, Saudi, from the government of Saudi Arabia. Um, so that arbitration proceeding, as, as an aside from um, the uh, appeal process, is available. But if a decision has been made, and bearing in mind that time limitation of 21 days from the date of a decision, um, that would be, in, in, in my opinion, the first port of call to look at rather than the arbitration proceedings. Yeah, so it's understood by some that uh, PAF would come back only if there was no obstacles in the way. So it'd be interesting to see how this plays out in relation to that. But are you surprised that there's no that this has come from Newcastle and Mike Ashley rather than PAF and the consortium? Yeah, so what, what, it wasn't a very long statement from Newcastle, admittedly. Um, I think it's something that other people have perhaps picked up on as well, is that the uh, dispute seems to be coming from Newcastle, i.e. The, the club and its owners themselves. It, it doesn't refer to um, PIF, the Reuben Brothers, or uh, PCP Capital uh, being involved. Um, I, I don't know if that's telling in some respects that the deal really is off or whether it's just because... 
Newcastle themselves feel that they're the more appropriate ones to bring um, the, the the appeal against or any sort of action against the Premier League. Um, but that was something that I certainly noticed. But again, it goes back to that initial sort of first to three stand-up points that I mentioned earlier, that if a decision has been made, in between last month and that statement last week, what has happened between Newcastle and the consortium and the Premier League uh, for this supposed decision under the ODC to have been made. Um, so, yeah, it's something that I've always hammered home. The speculation isn't helpful and it's really helpful to, to, to know what the full circumstances are before you then start postulating what can happen. And in terms of that gap there, it'd be really useful to know what caused this supposed decision to be made. So just a quick note, we're now over on YouTube at the Everything is Black and White podcast. And if you're liking what you're hearing, why not come and see what we're producing? We'd really like you to hit subscribe. We're also over on Instagram at Chronicle NUFC and in the usual place on Twitter and Facebook. We'd really like the likes, the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support, we can't get very far. So thanks very much for listening. Are you surprised that the consortium haven't taken up the Premier League's offer of arbitration? Some fans saying, wouldn't that be the best way to solve this? If you if you can prove, if you think, you know that that the Crown Prince is separate from PIF, then why why haven't you gone to arbitration? Um, well, just just as a basic procedural point, and I, I don't think it's a fair. Um, approach by the Premier League to take. It's not what their own rules and regulations require. And why should any person, whether it's involved with any takeover, have to jump through additional hurdles that other proposed owners or directors haven't had to jump through? If you do that, in my opinion, it sets a bit of a bad precedent. And look, the, the, the Premier League are, and I know they have to go through um, the shareholder voters when making uh, rule changes, but they are a self-governing body. If they want any additional hoops to be jumped through when it comes to the ODT, they're within their rights to put that to the clubs and have the rules amended. Until that point, how, how can you fairly say that you should put a party through the cost and time and tribulations of an arbitration um, just because on a whim they've decided that they want to do so? And yeah, if in the same vein, um, the the Premier League board feel incapable of assessing the evidence themselves based on what they've been given, then it it doesn't cast them in a very good light either. If if they can't fairly assess the evidence that's been put before them and give a decision, i.e. like an arbitration would, I, I, I kind of think that's kind of shooting themselves in their own foot in, in, insofar as they're saying that we're not up to the task. Um, when we spoke many, many months ago, I can't remember when it was, was it maybe May, April, May or sometime like that? Did you yeah. expect this to still be going on? Did you expect it not only to be going on, but also it's now taken this unprecedented turn where the Premier League have, could be on the verge of being threatened with legal action? Yeah, I... When the announcement from um, uh, Staveley, PCP, um, Ruben Brothers and PIF was made, um, I, I, was, I was very shocked. I fully anticipated that this would get through. Um, 
yeah, um, just based upon, I was I was able to reach a reasoned um, decision, and I, I'm not directly involved with the takeover. I, I don't have all the evidence that Newcastle been able to put before the Premier League, but based on my own research and speaking to lawyers in um, uh, Saudi and, and, and elsewhere, uh, was able to reach the conclusion. And yeah, I, I just fully anticipated if that's available to me and they have all the additional evidence to back that up as well, you know, from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Um, yeah, I, I fully anticipated that the proposed take, takeover was going to go through. I was very surprised, um, but, but also just very surprised that there wasn't any final decision made. And this whole offer for, for arbitration before making a, a decision just seems to me a bit of an absurdity. And yeah, it's, it's not good for the club. It's not good for the fans. Um, I, I can completely empathise with everybody's frustration with how long it's been going on for, notwithstanding people's personal um, opinions on Saudi as a state. Just, in, just look, focusing on the takeover, I can completely understand people's frustrations. Um, and, you know, from the same release last week, Mike Ashley seems still very much supportive of it and wants it to go ahead. It depends. I mean, we, we don't know what's been going on, whether or not the consortium is still there uh, and wanting to go ahead with it. Um, yeah, it, I, I, it's, it's not good that such a process has taken so long. And sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of lost in thought here because no, no, one, no, one, no one has actually like asked me expressly that question before. Um, sort of a, a personal take on, you know, um, and it, it, it is an interesting one, but I, yeah, I was really surprised when the announcement was made by the consortium. And yeah, uh, I, I, I fully anticipated that this, this proposed takeover would eventually go through. And who, who, who knows what the outcome of this would be? And you know, uh, for me personally, I, I still think it should go through. And um, if you've got a buyer there, um, I th- yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to see it go through personally. I guess just going back to the statement finally from uh, the barristers today, what needs to happen now is we need to kind of be able to understand what the process is. Is it the compensation? Is it trying to to find the evidence to why it didn't go through? Then then we can talk about what what might happen and what might be the the, the final process. Mm. So it, it, it depends on, on what route is taken by um, Newcastle. So whether it's um, if the consortium is still on board, whether it's an appeal against that decision that has supposedly been made under the ODT uh, and, and Newcastle seeking to establish that the disqualification criteria under the ODT don't exist. If that's not the case, it'll be, say, arbitration uh, proceedings. And in, in, in terms of a claim for damages, I, I, I can't see what claim would be put together. I feel more likely that it would be for a declaration about PIF being autonomous. And for example, if the consortium is still not on board, what that could then, I suppose, do is allow Mike Ashley to go back to the consortium and say, look, we've got this declaration from the arbitration now. Go back to the proposed takeover and take it from there. That just, just you know, 
Um, bit of a thought splurge. That, that's my opinion on you know, the, the two most likely um, avenues being considered. It certainly sounds like it's going to rumble on a little bit more. Thomas, thank you very much for joining us. You can follow Thomas over at the Football Law uh, over on Twitter. Um, and thank you very much for listening to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. So just a quick note, we're now over on YouTube at the Everything Is Black and White podcast. And if you're liking what you're hearing, why not come and see what we're producing? We'd really like you to hit subscribe. We're also over on Instagram at Chronicle NUFC and in the usual place on Twitter and Facebook. We'd really like the likes, the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support, we can't get very far. So thank you very much for listening.